0: Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Today, the Padres get ready for another one against the Cubs here at Petco. And in studio hosting the show, we've got Mike Janella, who, if you're watching on TV, you should be looking at right about now.
1: Blooper has his footage, by the way, ready like on his desktop at all times.
0: (laughs) Alongside Mike, it's Bill Center, who's trying to stay fit and trim for when Blooper puts the camera on him. Uh, kinda.
2: Oh, yeah. oh, like, like he didn't have a big no, old glazed no, donut no, I, just
3: thirty I, seconds ago. I try to
0: watch my. Uh, yeah, my there, there's here. some glazed donut yeah, in yeah, your yeah. pocket. You saw, yeah, <laughs> some of those crumbs you can still see on your shirt from here, Phil. And rounding out the crew, it's Jesse Agler, who of course is the real reason people are tuning in. He is a name. Well, he, he's a guy that people will pay to watch. Now coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts Mike Janella, Bill Center and Jesse Agler.
1: Happy Way Back Wednesday. Immediately off the bat, we have yeah, to apologize. Nice. If you came looking for Bill Center and Jesse Agler, you came to the wrong place. Way yeah. back yesterday. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Boys. This a one's far. not me. I'm not taking oh, yeah, credit yeah. for this one. Yeah. I took credit
4: for the last one. Are you the producer? Yes. Then Are you this the director? Is your fault.
1: I even t- I've been testing it every day this since. This is your fault. It's not my fault. I tested it today. It was fine. Jesse it Agler has an, grown
3: a beard. It wow. got an error message. And Bill Center. Do you want to sh- be, be Bill or you want to be Scans? I'll, I don't.
4: I'll take Janella. Today's <laughs> open was <laughs> awesome. Janella's here, though. Oh, oh, Janela. Today's Sorry, open was
1: awesome, here. about how grumpy you are. Uh, this is great, because oh, I'm not oh, grumpy. Bill. That's a lie. Nice going, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah, Thanks, hashtag Jim. Blame Blooper is back in full effect, yeah. as that was yesterday's Open. Bill and Jesse were here. Today, though, we got Brutal. Brady I'm and Randy. Me. I'm not saying up. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're going to have some fun. we got a lot going on today. Obviously, the last Wayback Wednesday of the year, we're going to talk about that. A.J. Casavell, beat writer for the Padres, is on from MLB.com. Heard of them? yep. Yeah, but also joining us, and Brady, uh, no offense, we're going to have to kick you out of here it's pretty such early. A crock. Andy Green, Padres manager, just walked in. He's here.
3: God, he looks good in those striped pants,
4: man. He does. Looks
1: like I he like to like go that out there throwback. and play nine today. I like that throwback. Yeah, I think
4: it was the first episode of the season that I said I can't. my my, my dream is to be able to sit and interview Andy Green and sure no, enough the day that he finally comes no, on set when me. I'm here just you kick me off the couch for get the Cy Young Award winner are That's you looking right.
1: for a, a the sob story is not yeah. affecting my decision-making at all so I just
4: want Andy to know that I did you know oh. officially pitch that you would just come and sit <laughs> in the middle of the two of us <laughs> <laughs> and I got shot down no, I got shot down. down we want to
1: give Andy as much space as possible <laughs> we're doing Andy a favor by getting you off the I couch I know doing us all a favor alright Brady you gotta go we're stepping aside quickly now but Andy Green Back with us when we come back. If you have any questions, send them our way using hashtag PadresSH. There's also the chat happening live, as always, at Padres.com socialhour social hour. Hey, guys, join the Padres in celebrating the 80th anniversary of the Pacific Coast League and the legendary Ted Williams on Wednesday, September 7th, when the Padres take on the Red Sox. Purchase a special theme game ticket package and receive a limited edition PCL throwback jersey presented by fanatics tickets at Padres.com slash theme games when we come back Andy Green joins us you don't want to miss that this is Padres Social Hour welcome back to Padres Social Hour 1240 first pitch coming your way Padres and Cubs in about an hour and a half but joining us now Andy Green skipper for the club how you doing Andy welcome back to the show it's
2: good to be back anytime I'm with you it's a great day see now I hear you. You do your other media <laughs> obligations.
1: I listened to some of those and you're a sweet talker around you're here. A media so. guru. Yeah, yes. I don't know you about really that. Are. We
2: are the only place though that gives you this nice couch where you can come and chill and relax though, right? I don't get to sit by RJ anywhere else I do an interview, so this, this <laughs> is high quality. At least we kick Brady off the couch though.
1: <laughs> That's true. That we can do for you. So that I think works in our favor having you around.
2: Yeah, I
3: love it. But you know, you talk about the ball club right now and I think you know what, what I'm really seeing is a lot of these young kids number one get an opportunity but also kind of molding the attitude and things that you talked about at the start of the season, and that continues and always will
2: continue. But it seems like it's headed in the right direction right now as far as attitude and their approach. Uh, I think culturally we're, we're pleased with where things are headed uh culture doesn't necessarily stick w's on the scoreboard at this point in time but it lays the foundation for what we do in the future i I think we're uh, teaching the game at a level that probably hasn't been taught around here in a long time and i think what you're seeing right now honestly are a lot of aggressive mistakes on the base pass that we that we can teach from stuff that like frankly you're not happy about as a manager seeing those mistakes exposed but sometimes you open guys up to new thinking you grind the gears to halt for a little bit and then it clicks and then they see the game in a different way they're able to execute at a higher level than they were before and I think uh, that's where we're headed with Travis Jankowski and those uh, guys. He's a
3: great example of what you just described I think and, and the one thing I you know, I always preach that you oh, might be a little aggressive you might fail.
2: Learn from your mistakes those failures and get better and that's the way you do get better in this game. 100% I think you saw the other day we, we thought we could take advantage of something with John Lester. Uh, we went very aggressively on the base pass. Part of it's Coupled with the fact that we've struggled against left-handed pitching, you got to put runs on the board. You can go up there and be conservative all day long and walk away and say, you know what, he was just better than us, we got beat. Or you can be willing to take some chances. And uh, I've always loved the quote that says, uh, "Show me a man who's afraid to look bad, and I'll show you a man I can beat every single time." Uh, You got to take some chances if you want to get to the next level. And uh, I think in like Travis's case, like some of the chances are great, and some of them are learning experiences right now. And He's a guy you can mold. And in due time, like, he's going to be able to discern the difference of when something works and when something does not work.
3: I think what's fun is when you see that player, when you somewhat see the light come on, if you know what I mean, he starts getting the whole idea and what he's trying to do. And I think I've, we've seen that from Travis getting an opportunity. Obviously more at bats because John Jay went down, so he got the opportunity. And I just – I really love it when I, you see a kid like that grasp that opportunity and make some things happen, and he's done that.
2: Uh, I, I like a lot of the things he's done, and, and I think he's going to continue to progress, continue to get better. I think it seems to be said for Alex Dickerson and Ryan Schimpf and those guys, uh, really pleased with Alex Dickerson's approach at the plate. I mean, he's battled through some soreness with that uh, collision he had in left center field when Jankowski tackled him. How do you get tackled by a stick figure? Whoa, <laughs> man, I'm telling you. That's he was a wide receiver well, in high like school, right? <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> do the tackling, no, Jankowski.
3: I mean, Kiblihan, a oh, well, nice tackle on Different Sardinius story. The Kib- yeah. It was like last night or the night before that ball in the, in the gap. I mean, if I'm Kauska, if I'm, I'm backing off a little bit. you got a runaway <laughs> beer truck chase.
2: <changing. laughs> I'm not going in there. Yeah, but uh, uh, 100%. <laughs> Alex, though, I love what he's doing at the plate and yeah. love the quality of his at-bats. I think you look at his at-bat, Ryan Chimp's at-bat against, in the ninth inning against the preeminent closer in the game and Aroldis Chapman yesterday. You saw some really good fight from both those guys to get on base and to give us an opportunity to win the game. Uh, so, I think they're showing really positive signs. When you,
1: I mean, look at this job of yours back in May compared to now, personnel, uh, you know, place in the standings, circumstances surrounding you, your job's been very different. You talk about these being now learning moments, uh, culture-building uh, opportunities. How much different do you find your job now than you did May 24th? Uh,
2: the, the number one thing in the job is always relating to your players and connecting with your players. That doesn't change. Now, the way you connect with uh Melvin Upton and Matt Kemp is radically different than the way you connect with Travis Jankowski and Alex Dickerson. Uh, there's a measure of respect that's afforded to guys that have done it for over a decade at the major leagues that you have to be cooperative and collaborative with, uh, in kind of carving out the culture of the club. Uh, these guys, uh, it's, it gets more of a, this is the way it's going to be, this is the expectation, this is how we're going to play the game of baseball, this is the way we're going to do it, this is why, and, and, they fall in line, uh, and it's, uh, it's an easier thing to develop a culture that way, uh, as far as what we're trying to build going forward in the future, and, and these guys are, uh, really, like, I think from, a. a bought in perspective they're bought into what we're doing now there's a lot of hard work from here to get to the promised land and there's going to be different people that are with us at the time we arrive there but uh, some of these guys as they develop going to be a big part of what we do in the future well i
3: think, Katie, and also you talk about a lot of the young talent young pitchers that we have in the minor leagues but also that development you know it's got to start now down there and that'll make it so much easier the, the re- to the big leagues so I think it's imperative that you know the minor league system is is basically on the same page with you at this level. But, you know, it's probably not easy to do for you. You can't oversee everything. But, I mean, I think that's one of the most important things is developing these guys. So when you get them here, uh, they already understand everything you've been talking about.
2: Uh, Couldn't be more right. Uh, To give you an idea of what goes on behind the scenes to a degree is yesterday there was a conference call. Myself, my staff, and all 45 guys in player development talking about the way we're trying to build this thing. Uh, wow. it's the only way you actually build something of substance in the future is you have to be on the same page and we have to make consistent effort to get on the same page I think Sam Ganey Riley Westman Louis Ortiz those guys down there Mark Pryor running the minor league system uh, they're hungry to do this thing right and they're working their tails off to make this thing special and uh, I got an email yes I read every one of them from Chris Kemp our international scouting director on all these young July two guys we signed with scouting reports on their first number of uh, activities They're not even allowed to play Dominican Summer League games yet, but they're they're out there working out and what they're seeing. And so uh, these names are familiar to me, like right now when they're 16 years old. And I think that's the way you end up building it is you have your finger on the pulse of the organization. Do you look across
1: the diamond in a series like this with the Cubs and see a potential blueprint for this franchise and how
2: you can get to that level someday? Yeah, I, I think we'd love to move quicker than the Cubs did. I, I think you look back at 2012, 2013, there's one guy on that roster – Uh, Anthony Rizzo uh, as opposed to any other person just four years ago uh, there's only one guy that stuck around everybody else is brand new that's what a rebuild looks like oftentimes. I think in our case though uh, we want to do it with more than just a Will Myers at first base we'd love to see Alex Dickerson a part of this in the future we'd love to see uh, Travis Jankowski a big part of this in the future Uh, so like, you don't want to just do it with one guy you want to be able to develop and draw out of people what's inside of them so that they're a big part of what you do in the future
3: Yeah, are you kind of excited about possibly getting
2: Tyson Ross back for a few starts? Uh, That's huge for us. Uh, I I think you see the culture of our club when Tyson throws a live BP the other day, and there's 20 players leaning up on the the cage watching Tyson throw. There's high fives when he comes off the mound. Uh, Those things aren't celebrated, and rightfully so, we're here to win baseball games. But in the long run, when you start to establish that kind of culture with people like Tyson Ross – that sets the foundation for this thing to be great. It's also
3: always good to hear a couple of players say, yeah, that slider disappears pretty well. I he like that. <laughs> he was nasty the <laughs> yeah. other day. I think he was
2: 93, 94. The slider was like it always was. uh, uh Adam Rosales didn't have a chance. (laughs) 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 Well, Rosie said it was the toughest pitcher he faced
1: all year, right? And it was (laughs) in a a live BP. Uh, Um, A couple questions for you, Andy, coming in from our uh, fans on Twitter. Again, use hashtag PadresSH if you're interested. Back to the conversation we were having earlier, Jellyman wants to know, where is the line for aggressive base running becoming counterproductive?
2: Uh, I think we've crossed it a time or two. Uh, I mean, I, I think that's just like being honest with it. But... You have to realize what we're trying to accomplish here right now. We're trying to liberate a guy to be the fullest version of who he is. Now, if this was just like, hey, I need to get a stranglehold on everything that happens because this game is the most important thing that happens today, uh, then maybe you cut off liberties that you give young players on the basis. But when uh, you liberate Travis Jankowski to go out there and you see his natural instincts at play, you can harness those and use those in a productive way. Uh, I think you look at us on the bases. there's been a lot of really good things and I think you look at any team, team in Major League Baseball, there's also been a lot of really bad things. Like base running, when there's a mistake on the base pass, it's obvious to every person in the stands. It's the easiest thing to point a finger at and say, that was stupid. Well, <laughs> like, I think everybody feels that when you get picked off a of base. Everybody's aware of that. Sure. Uh, but when you're productive and you take the extra base on a consistent basis, you put your team in a position to score. Uh, you know, we're, we're lower tier in Major League Baseball and on-base percentage and in slugging percentage. Uh, we're closer to the middle of the pack and run scores. How do you get that change? I think it's because we've been more successful on the base paths than we've been poor. But the mistakes, when they're made, they're glaring. They scream at everybody, and anybody that's watching a game, like, what are they doing? And, and I understand that and can empathize with it.
1: Uh, this one from Brent, speaking of Jankowski, he wants to know, does Jankowski, and I'll, I'll add in, does anybody else have a green light on the bases at all times?
2: Uh, I, I control to a degree. Uh, if you've ever stolen the base at a high level, if you've played the game collegiately or professionally, uh, the hardest thing in baseball to do is to get a sign that says steal and run on that pitch. <laughs> if you get that and a person does that, uh, that's a rarity. I'll tell you, across the board in baseball, very few guys are running on command. Now, they're running on tips. They're running on tells. They're running in situations. Uh, but to give a guy a sign in an express pitch, say, this pitch you go, uh, it's difficult to do, so you have to allow some liberties. So their feel comes into play. So uh, there is a, a measure of control that I have, and there's also a measure of liberty that I give. I had one. You washed, had one. One stolen base. Did
3: yeah. you have the green light? Or no, it was the no. sign. <laughs> I thought it was a hit and run.
2: <laughs> Too fast. It couldn't catch you. No, no. no. <laughs> Flash Jones.
3: I won't, uh, throw, I won't throw John Stearns under
1: the bus. But <laughs> <laughs> I think you just did. Oh, yeah. uh, Glenn Turgeon, last question here on Twitter. Uh, September 1st coming up, Andy, and you get expanded rosters, obviously, for the first time in your big league career, which will be, I'm sure, a godsend for you with all the injuries that have been going on. Glenn wants to know, what, if any, plans are there for September call-ups, which I think can be a 2 pronged question. Who do you see coming up right away, and how do you plan on – balancing this roster and using it when you have those extra men at your
2: disposal? Uh, it'll be nice to have uh, some more bodies <laughs> on I the bet. bench that are healthy. Uh, I think Alexi Amarista is getting close to coming back. I think like, we'd probably look at seeing him back really early in the process. Uh, I think you will obviously recall a few bullpen arms to kind of fortify us down there. Uh, I think as far as, like, the the big prospects go down in the minor leagues, I think the anticipation is those guys are going to play through the playoffs. They're going to build a culture of winning down there. There's value there. Uh, Once you move past that stage in a guy's career, there's no rewinding it and getting them back into a playoff atmosphere and a playoff situation. Uh, So actually going through that for – uh, you know the Austin Hedges of the world, the Manny Margots and the Hunter Renfro. It's a great process for them to go through, uh, and it's great for them to compete for a championship. You can't get that back once you once you forego that opportunity. So I don't necessarily see any of those guys showing up on September 1st, but we'll get some some able-bodied guys up here to solidify the bullpen and to give us some more options off the bench.
3: Because you, you have you know you can do uh, watch innings pitched. Certain guys you got to be careful of that. I know you. Got, everybody's conscious of that. and you're going to need a few more arms, I think, if you're going to give them the rest they need or you think they need.
2: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Ryan Buchter going to be back immediately on September 1st. He went down for more of a rest and reprieve from the grind than anything else. So uh, we'll get some of those good guys back that will help us out. And, you know, we're monitoring innings to a degree. Nice thing about, like, Luis Perdomo is since he didn't start the first two months of the season, he's fine from an innings limit. He's feeling good right now. And uh, I think we're going to be fortunate enough to watch him go out there uh, on his normal turn in the rotation consistently the rest of the way. Who would
3: ever dream that, you know, basically spring, potentially, you know, Luis Perdomo is one of your starting five pitchers, in my opinion.
2: Uh, that's, well a, that's a heck of a quick de- development curve. Uh, you look at what Darren Balsley and Doug Bockler have done with him. Yep. Uh, the sinker wasn't even in the Arsenal. And now it's uh, one of the most productive ground ball pitches yeah. in Major League Baseball, not right. just for the Padres. But, uh, and I think, honestly, as our, our defense continues to improve, he's, he's going to benefit more from a good infield defense than yeah. anybody in baseball, as many ground uh, balls agree. as he gets.
1: It's been one of the best stories of the year by far, and to see it continue through September will be great. Um, All right, Andy, we're going to let you go, but first we do a a new thing around here called Around the Bases. Every time someone's on for the first time, you haven't been on for the first time, you've been here before, but it's the first time we're doing this. Four quick questions, you don't have to explain your answers if you don't want, just nice and easy ones. Uh, Favorite baseball player as a kid? Davey Concepcion. Nice. Uh, Pro or anti-bat flip? Uh,
2: Don't even care.
1: I like it. Very managerial answer. Uh, favorite ballpark food when you're at the game—you don't do it too much anymore. But as a fan, I think if the if
2: the camera's on me, it's sunflower seeds. <laughs> so you go yeah. through a lot of
1: those. Um, and then give us uh, what's uh, something away from baseball. Give us one song you're listening to on repeat right now.
2: Oh, wow. Uh, my my time is filled with conversations with AJ Preller, so he's basically like singing <laughs> in my head right now. Is that, is that is that a song? Does that count? We can make yeah, that a song. A, yeah. song, but it's uh, a song. Not a perfect song, but it's not what man. you want
1: to hear. <laughs> the Ballad of Preller. Yeah, there you go. Andy Green, thank you very much, and good luck today <laughs> in thank finishing Andy. the series of songs. Enjoyed That's it. Padres nice socks, Mike. Thank you very much, Skip. I appreciate it. Padres manager, Andy Green. It's another Baseball Night in San Diego All Fan giveaway coming up Saturday, September 10th, when the Padres play the Rockies at 540. All fans in attendance will receive a Padres themed USB charger presented by T-Mobile. Get your tickets at Padres.com. Our thanks to Andy Green. We've got more Padres Social Hour coming up right after this.
0: You're home for everything Padres before every game all season long. More of Padres Social Hour continues right after this. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park.
1: We've made a trade during the break, and by we, I don't mean the Padres themselves. I mean Padres Social Hour. We got rid of a 1976 Cy Young Award winner and Padres Hall of Famer and the manager of the current big league club for AJ Kassel <laughs> <laughs> wow. <on> and <laughs> <me, laughs> let me Let me downgrade you. <laughs> nice. Well, you can uh, see
5: the downgrade based on the number of people that are there. I know. Yeah, you saw the wide shot. <laughs> <laughs> Huge strath. swarm was yeah. here for Andy.
1: The crowds were here for Andy, and they just flooded away. Uh, no, we always love having you on, AJ. Uh, beat writer for
5: the Padres, MLB.com. How's it going, man? It's going well. Uh, I- excited to get going on this road trip now uh, after after today's game. Yeah, Miami, Atlanta. Are you? Do you see
1: AJ as a big Miami, like a South Beach guy?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that says it all. No, I, I have nev- I have never been. Nor, really? will, I, nor I will I be going this weekend. I'll be going to the Atlanta and the. Uh, Are you LA dodging sections. it because of the weather? Be honest. I have a wedding to go to this weekend. Ah, okay. I would. I it would love to go to Miami. It
1: so. is wedding season. Um, good for you. Enjoy that, and then enjoy the. Back half of the road trip. Um, all right, let's get to. Uh, we got a lot of fun to have with you, AJ, uh, including some questions from Twitter that are already coming in. But first, I mean, this Cubs team—they're—they're they're pretty good. Uh, do you see? Yeah. Uh, they're all right. Uh, We've seen obviously the Padres play a lot of teams this year. Anybody beating these guys this season?
5: <laughs> uh, over the course of a season, no. World, World I, d- series, I, d- yeah. I think if, if you go to the playoffs and you get a short sample size of five games, that—that that, to me, I was I was having a discussion in the press box yesterday. What's their – What's their weakness? And I really can't find one. And the only weakness in my in my eyes is the fact that you have to win a five game series, which where anything can happen. You lose one of the first two games at home, then you got to win a game on the road. Uh, they're without a question am- among the teams I've seen this season the deepest team. Their uh, their their pitching's good. Their bullpen may have been their weak spot. They went out and traded for Rolles Chapman. So uh, they oh, by
4: the way last night. I mean, we, it was w- w- what was the press boss response to uh, Chapman? I mean, he had to come in and save the day, essentially, after they gave up three runs and in the struggled night. a like, bit. Yeah, and he wasn't, you know. I mean, granted, that last at bat just like <laughs> absolutely <laughs> made them look like a fool. But I mean, he he didn't. He was walking
5: people. He was like. What was the uh, the response up there? Yeah, it was. It, it, it's still impressive though when he just blows three fastballs right by Christian Bethancourt. I know. His, it, it's. If the bullpen was their one weakness, it's not a weakness anymore. I don't even think it was a weakness before. It right. just may have been their weakest point. Right. So weakest of yeah, the strong yeah. points. They're a uh, they're an incredibly complete team. I was just going back and I they tweeted during spring training that the Cubs had that the Cubs lineup was unbelievably deep. And now they've got even Wilson more. Contreras contributing yeah. and guys like that. So it's a uh, it's a fun team to watch. Yeah. All right. How about uh, the Padres? Obviously on the opposite end of the spectrum
1: from the Cubs this season. Have you ever, as a fan, uh, when you were interning, when you were younger, as a writer, been around a team that's gone through this much turnover because of injuries, trades,
5: promotions? I mean, y- this must have been tough for you this season, keeping up with everything. I have been meeting a lot of new people <laughs> as, as the season has gone along. No, I, I honestly haven't. And the interesting thing for me is that it's, it's been an evolution. It's not like right at the trade deadline, 10 guys got flipped and there's 10 new guys in the club. It's kind of been a process since the James Shields trade in June. That feels like, that feels like years ago at this point. That was uh, the season? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so the trade deadline lasted about two months this year right. for the Padres. So, uh, no, I haven't been a part of it, but I think it's uh, the, 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 a credit to Andy Green, who was just on, is, is kind of the clubhouse culture that he's been able to maintain, and, and the guys are still going out there and playing hard, and obviously there's a lot of rookies. It's, it's not easy to, when, you're, when you're starting five, six rookies. I think they're the only team this season that's started six rookies in a game, and they've done so I th- maybe three times now. So uh, that's kind of a, that's, that's hard to maintain, but the, uh, the rookies have kind of stepped up a little bit. They sure have. Uh, There are some reinforcements on the way. John Jay,
1: Tyson Ross, Jamile Weeks just got his first rehab start a couple nights ago. When all those guys come back, how are you predicting Andy Green's going to play it with all these guys and balancing the rookies and Amarista? Andy just mentioned
5: before, yeah, yeah. The the Tyson Ross is an easy one. Tyson Ross, I think they're they're in a six man rotation now. Uh, when Tyson, they're they're going to go back to a five-man rotation probably soon. Christian Friedrich's innings limit uh, or his, his innings total is getting high, so they'll probably move him to the bullpen. And then when Tyson comes back, they go back to a six-man rotation. Part of that is to uh, kind of ease the workload on Ross's shoulder. Part of that is to uh, I think at, at at the same time uh, give guys like Perdomo an extra day in between starts. At this point, it doesn't really like you might as well give him the extra time. You might as well give him the extra time. John Jay was uh, is the interesting one to me. Because uh, when he left, he was the everyday center fielder kind of without question. He was, the, he, he was playing every day in center field. Right. Now they, he comes back, and the whole outfield's different. Yeah. Matt Kemp and Melvin Upton are gone. Right. Uh, and our Dickerson. most exciting
4: player is uh, Manning center field. Right yeah,
5: and, well, and they have th- three rookies in the outfield. So yeah. John Jay is a free agent after the season. Uh, he's going to come back, and it sounds like he's going to play all three positions uh, maybe one or two days a week. So they'll all get the same amount of time. Uh, they'll probably all start four or five days a week. But Jay will kind of be the rover out there. So it, 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 I think that'll be important. You're giving young guys a lot of playing time. A lot of, it's a grind at the major league level when you're facing pitching as good as they've faced. So uh, it, he'll be able to kind of give them a breather.
1: All right, time now for uh, some questions coming in from Twitter. And the first Uh-oh. one, you'll have to explain Uh-oh, this to me because uh, I'm, I'm assuming there's some kind of an inside joke here. Uh, Philip wants to know, do you like pineapple on pizza? Is that something you've talked
5: about on Twitter before? No, it's no. nothing not something I've talked about oh, okay. on Twitter before, but I do not <laughs> like pineapple on pizza. And is right. my favorite food. I think pineapple might be like the one topping I wouldn't I wouldn't do. Do you like pineapple when it's not on top of pizza? Uh, no. Well, not really. So your answer doesn't yeah. really count. Yeah, my like answer's you gotta, invalid. You gotta know like people who like
4: pineapple and pizza. Yeah. That would
1: explain it. Uh Chad wants to know, are you aware that we don't tolerate people who disrespect In N Out in this town? Have you been disrespecting In N Out? I, I I don't know if it's disrespectful. I love
5: In N Out. But? I just think but <laughs> the big the <laughs> You could say big butt. <laughs> 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 I, I, I submitted a poll on Twitter a couple weeks ago. What was better, In-N-Out or Shake Shack? Because I had oh Shake Shack brother. for the first time. Oh. and I, uh, My vote was for Shake Shack. 85% of people disagreed with me. Now, I think that might be some San Diego vibes. you got to read your audience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think a little bit. Um, uh, all I, right. I love In-N-Out, for the record. Let me, let me go on record as
1: saying I love In-N-Out. All right, good man. Um, I think you're going to get some goodwill back for that. Uh, we're now going to put you, AJ, from us on the Cholula hot seat. Mm. So ratcheting up the heat a little bit, we want to play a little game of would you rather with you. Uh-oh. Yeah, so this should be fun. Um, my first one, uh, in, in reliant to your job, would you rather have a source who gives you the best breaking information but will never go on the record for anything or someone who's a great quote will always give you some good Color for your stories, but never gives you any scoops. Which one would you rather have?
5: Uh, the first one. I'd like to know information that I don't necessarily know already. Because even, c- even if I can't go on the record with it, there's I can I can maybe try and get The source is legitimate regardless
4: of you uh, you know going on record with it. Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah I, I can get information and and kind of go after it and other through other avenues. Right. I like it.
4: Okay, Good my first one yeah, is also ahead. you know right along the lines of your work. Um, would you rather live the rest of your life with a head the size of a tennis ball or a watermelon? <laughs>
1: Yeah, right in line with his job. What? Cool. Is?
4: Watermelon. 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 Like Stewie from Family Guy. You would just be oh, is wa- it
5: is it sideways or is it up?
4: Oh, that's a good question. That's, 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 right yeah. yeah, that's, g- that's a journalist g- okay, right there. That's g- like. Okay, do I get to choose? Yeah. If I had to choose, I think I go. You go <laughs> up, up just a, a giant five head. <laughs> that's great. That's great.
1: Uh, sort of back related to your job. Would you rather give up Twitter or baseball reference?
5: Uh, so I uh, it's my choice. I give up Twitter and, and yeah, you get to live My bosses one don't of those get two. on me for not tweeting. Is that part <laughs> of it? Yeah, you can live consequence free except for the convenience and the enjoyment that you get. From I it. I would give up Twitter. I mean, I love Twitter, but baseball references. That's your go-to. Yeah, it's my, it's. I'm on baseball reference probably more than probably more than MLB.com, which is. You shouldn't sorry. say that. Yeah, yeah, no. so <laughs> that's, <laughs> your that's your employer. Yeah, yeah. you gotta yeah. be careful, AJ. Well, where do you uh, think I get my information to write on MLB.com? Smart. All right, yeah, I got
4: one more. This is also, like, very related to your job. So <laughs> if you could only listen to one song for the rest of your life, would, it rather, would you rather it be uh, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion or I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred?
5: My Heart Will Go On. Really? Don't, I don't have any explanation for it. That'd you're be my you're answer. You're just a big Celine Dion, Dion guy? I no, knew it would be your uh, answer. I'm, I'm not, but, but uh, that I would just go with that. I'm a Right Said Fred. I'm, I'm that doesn't surprise <laughs> me
1: either. Uh, blooper's got one for you, AJ. Would you wa- rather watch a game of American
5: football or fake football? By that he means soccer. I don't know what fake football is. He means soccer because he does, he hates soccer. That depends on the it depends on the game, but uh, in a vacuum, you get one at random. In a vacuum, I'd watch an American football game. Yeah, oh, uh, there you go, Seth. Fake football was that necessary? Yeah, he just likes taking his pot shots when he can. You, you know what you know? I'm a fan of now is American football, and I know this this sounds so contradictory. It moves slowly because there's so many commercials. So I just, I've just started DVRing games and watched them two hours later.
1: Smart man. Um, Kevin, the Omen wants to know, do you put ketchup on your Philly cheesesteak? I do not. Okay. No. I, maybe. You know I do. Well, if the Philly cheesesteak is good enough,
5: it does not need does ketchup. Does not need. It. All
1: right. Fair enough. Um, you heard us do this with Andy before. We're going to do it with you now, too, take you around the bases. So you had a little bit of time to think about your four answers. Favorite baseball player as a kid? Uh, Bernie Williams. Wow, interesting. I would not have guessed that. For his guitar playing skills, I'm sure. Uh, pro or anti-bat flip? Very pro. I Very pro. Would have assumed that. Uh, Favorite ballpark food?
5: Uh, not Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots? Um, <laughs> not the worst D. D. ice cream D. of the future? Maybe, yeah, just ice cream. What about an ice cream But cone? not Dippin' Dots. Not Dippin' Dots. That was the big, uh, the beat writer,
1: uh, extravaganza conversation the last week between you and Carlos Colazo, and Dennis Lynn.
5: Uh, Carlos, who loves Dippin' Dots. What about the one song, maybe Celine Dion, that you've got on repeat uh, right now? It is not Celine Dion. Uh, lettuce sounds like a party to me. I don't know if you're a funk fan, if either of you guys like Funk. Not familiar yeah. with that yeah, one, but right I'll on. have yeah. to
1: add it to the Spotify once we get off the show today. I get behind some funk. That's there, you good. Go. Nice. there you go. Nice. All right, AJ. Thank you very much, man. Fun as always, and uh, enjoy the game, and enjoy that wedding, and the road trip.
4: Yeah. Thanks for having me on. All I right. would appreciate it also if anyone on Twitter could make his head a watermelon. Photoshop. <laughs> <or something. laughs> yeah. So give yeah. Him a nice
1: pose for the camera, and then he wants it upright. Photoshop so maybe it, yeah. make it sideways. <laughs> make sure you I take know. good notes. <laughs> Uncap real <laughs> flavor with Cholula hot sauce. The hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. RJ rejoins us. We're back with more Padre Social Hour. Don't go anywhere.
0: We'll continue to get you ready for today's game with more right after this. You've got Padre Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store at Petco Park. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padre Social Hour.
1: Welcome back to Padre Social Hour. We're about an hour away from first pitch. The fans are trickling in. Let's make some noise, guys. We got a nice little crowd hey. here wow. in the team store in the AMR studio.
3: It does my heart good to see some Padre hats. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, really a lot sick of brown, of the brown out today, hat, a lot of yellow. It's yeah. looking good. Uh, there's there's got to be one in the back.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, these Cubs fans have been infesting yeah, this again. this place the last couple of days. Indeed.
3: It's been it's been uh, it's been something crazy.
1: But it's a way back Wednesday. That's why I'm wearing my orange sneakers to match the, and the blue and orange out socks. there. Yeah, figured I want to be want to be on board with the team. So yeah. I'm down that's why I, I didn't for. wear
4: brown today because they were wearing blues. So you did
1: not. Yeah, you're, you're very on brand. You it's proud of me, it's Randy? Good
4: ready?
3: yeah I really am <laughs> yeah i can <could> tell really <laughs> proud. i was i was I proud mean, of you when you kicked me off the couch same, talk to talk andy green getting socks you always wear <laughs> <every> <laughs> <night>. <laughs> you love my skid socks <laughs> <Those> <laughs> my ter- whole world those those has been up, up, like
4: flipped upside down like andy Why, green you he, got a new job you got a he, new job he, he said he said andy green said my name on air which was cool. And then off the air, we talked a little bit. And then he told me that I had an odd shaped head because he tried to wear my same microphone. I thought that was cool. Like a watermelon. shape. Yeah, <laughs> not a watermelon. <laughs> and then the other thing that kind of flipped my world upside down was your phone case. Can we show the people at home Sure, man. Uh, that you're rocking a... Randy's phone case is a Pokemon, Pokemon Go phone case Are with you kidding Pikachu me? on it. That's a nice right. phone case. Do you, uh, I, of all the people on this, on the face of this earth, that I would think that would have a Pokemon Go case, there you're we go. Show it to this camera the here. The here RJ. on the there right, look at okay, that. Look at Pokemon that. Go. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Are you like kidding it. me? Do you even know what a Pikachu is? No.
3: No,
0: <laughs> no but it fit. It fit. And it it was fit free. the case and it was yeah, no. free. Okay. Well, <laughs> if it's free, free advertising. It's for me, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right, right there. Uh, <laughs> okay. You drive a tough bargain there, yeah. Randy.
1: So great. Um, <laughs> all right. We, we put AJ Cassidy on the Cholula Hot Seat. We asked Andy Green some tough questions. I'm not going to put you guys on the spot. Oh I've boy. got one each for you because I saw a couple social media posts. And again, hashtag PadresSH. Feel free to join the conversation uh, throughout the course of the show today. Uh, both of which, one came from Brady, one featured you. We'll go oh. to Brady's first. Oh, boy. Now, I don't Brady, know. yesterday, Ooh. you were in a back and forth with some people, and then someone uh, accused you of maybe uh, hitting the sauce a little bit early in the day. <laughs> and you responded, <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? I would love to see A-Rod, Josh Hamilton, and Tim Tebow on the 2017 Padres. Yeah. Not joking. Yeah. It's Twitter, so I have to ask, were you joking or was this serious? And if so... No,
4: I'm dead serious. I would love to see all really? three of those guys. Yeah. Think Why? about it. I thi- listen, as a fan, I've come to accept that the Padres are in a building mode. And they are going to have, hopefully, so if the plan works, some very good teams in 2019, 2020 range. And I think what I'm suggesting is that although they're going to do their best to put a competitive product on the field in 2017, wouldn't it be awesome, while they're trying to make that competitive product, to have some people that you would want to come and see? I would love to see Josh Hamilton play baseball. I would love to see Tebow play baseball. I have no idea if he's any good, but 20 teams this week are going to go find out. And if he is, man... Tim Tebow could be like the personal accountability partner for Josh Hamilton as he tries to pull himself out of like a tough spot in his life. I mean, who's better than Tebow? And Can imagine. Call him a dumbass. Imagine. <laughs> I think you just did. Oh, I did. Imagine <laughs> the motivational talks <laughs> that would nuts. happen at a clubhouse no. with Andy Green and hey, Tim Tebow in the same locker room. Did you notice
3: that he didn't ask, even mention that to Andy Green? Thank God. Well, I wasn't <laughs> allowed to stay that. on the couch. That would have been Maybe I would have. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll, next time I see him, I'll say, Andy, you know your no, best friend Brady? Your no. new best friend Brady?
4: Hey, <laughs> I just wanted war, to I'm ask you going to warn Andy stay away from <laughs> you. <laughs> from <laughs> no, from no. don't. Things like that are you're you're not allowed on.
0: allowed
3: on the couch. Tell me people
4: wouldn't pay to see Tim Tebow, Josh Hamilton, and A-Rod in a pottery uniform next year.
1: Bring it on Twitter. What do you
3: got? Bring
1: it. You seem skeptical. You're not on board with this idea at all.
3: You know, we're, we're trying to build something here. Yeah, I, I know exactly. I so put in some veteran pieces to teach some people how to play. I don't Larry Moe and Curly Joe in, in the, <laughs> the 25 okay? I'm not
4: asking for the three Stooges to come play. Well, you got what you're gonna get. We had
3: one of them on the team.
4: <laughs> wow, look at that. Um, oh, right, so
1: <laughs> uh, let us right. know. Right. Hashtag FiveJSH. Are you are yeah. you, are, you, are you with? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are you with Brady? Would you like to see a little something novel? Of course, on, on everyone's the gonna say no to the future. Or are you with Randy? <laughs> uh, calling him names. On no. TV. Yeah, that <laughs> of course, area. everyone's going to agree with Randy. Uh, uh. Now, now, this one was a photo that you were you were snapped in, Randy, from the Padres account on Instagram a couple days ago. It's l- you and Luis Perdomo captioned talking baseball. This was after his he's great start the other day. So, uh, yeah, I want to ask you, ¿Tú no hablas español, right? Un yeah, yeah, poquito,
3: un poquito hablas español solamente un poquito. Yeah, but so how do you? I how does I that conversation know, go down? His English is good enough. Now he's. It yeah. wasn't good enough when he was on the couch with Janelle. I well, heard that. You know, overly, not overly comfortable or confident, you know, doing it. But in, in a conversation like that, because we we've, we've done it all year, talking to him about about pitching in the sinker ball and, and little things that I just little suggestions I might mention to him about trying, you know. That's and, cool. Uh, it, yeah, it's just little things that I say. You're know, just trying to you know create you know, get his mind going and thinking about the right things. Do you and, uh, use
4: like finger placements like when you're talking about different pitches yeah, to help
3: not a little bit but you know number one is you, you know, his arm angle is a little bit different Now it comes off his fingers I can you know, I I watch it see I yeah, see I, I see different things when he when he releases right. the ball but also I know when he tries to go to the outside corner to the right handers he has a real tendency of flying the shoulder open and throwing it there with his arm you know see I, yeah, I that, feel that, like that will work, work real well the first 4 innings but when your arm gets a little tired you know that's, that's when you really got to utilize it. You let your body take take that pitch right. That corner. Right, let your body and take it. That's, not that's what I was talking about. Because I feel like I when you say, like, that your that
4: arm thing. flying or, an arm or your shoulder, arm, fly. shoulder flying yeah. or an arm wrinkle, I feel like those would be kind of lost in translation. Like, that might be difficult.
3: Yeah, no, not really. I mean, because you understand the, the gender of that as far as just working on the mound in between yeah. starts. He, he understands what we're talking about. You pitchers, about. man. You got a different language. It doesn't no. matter.
4: It's not English or Spanish. Just yeah. your own language. It is a language.
1: Because yeah. <laughs> I see that. And – I, we see it with any kind of international player. You, the language of baseball, there are some certain key phrases or turns that everyone's going to know. But I'm assuming that language barrier has got to be
3: a little bit tough. But when you get, I guess, to that nitty-gritty, you guys are speaking the same yeah, we're the sp- same language. Yeah, we're speaking the same thing. And if nothing else, I can, I can walk him through it too. Right. I, you know, grab his shoulder and how about leaving it in. He, he understands. He understands the, the mechanics and fundamentals. And I, I understand why he does it. Do you he understand, and get had, your hands off you me know. in Spanish? What's that? So do you understand, get your hands off me in Spanish? No. Yeah, maybe you should learn that phrase. He may have said it to you. I probably have the response for that. <laughs> <laughs> one of these. Yeah. Yeah. Any words
1: for that one. <laughs> Uh, wow, Ghost of Roy Crock already screenshotting. Uh, he says that on Twitter, this is either RJBBQ's next profile picture, that's you and your, your Pikachu, <laughs> or RJ's Fro's next profile banner, or both. So this image <laughs> may be going, going viral in the Padres good. community. I like <laughs> it. Yeah, that's uh, great. Uh, we mentioned, actually, it's a good question. Uh, I got me off track a little bit talking those tweets in the, in the Instagram, <laughs> but uh, about the Cubs fans, we were talking before how they've been infiltrating Petco the last Amazing. couple of nights. Uh, what's your take on that? Is it impressive? Are you okay letting them take over when the Padres maybe aren't having the best season? Or does it anger you?
5: What do you I've s-
3: watched it for 40 years. Every time the Cubs come to San Diego. So you're used to this by now. Just, just great. Cubs have a great following all over the country. And, yeah. And, and, and nothing doesn't surprise me here. I mean, there was actually a couple of years when I first started the barbecue about 20-some years ago. Then when the Cubs series, I'd actually get special hot dogs, you know, like Chicago hot dogs. Yeah. And I'd sell them. How dare and you! And they did really well. How dare you! It's called marketing.
4: <laughs> I actually, so when I was <laughs> when I was younger, like when I was in college, man. when I was in
3: college and I'd be coming to
4: games, I, I used to get very fired up to see you know the Cubs fans and calling it Wrigley West or Red <laughs> Sox fans and Fenway West or Giants fans, at t South, like that stuff would really grind my gears and it would bother me. But now, like I've just I just come to grips with it. Like people, I've heard all the arguments. You know, we're in San Diego; it's a transplant city. Not to mention any time any team that doesn't come here every year is on the schedule, it's like that's the one that we're going to – you know, there are a lot of fans across the nation, especially Cub fans, that they do road trips to go – they have a great following, even if they're people who aren't living here. And so they're going to come to San Diego for this trip and then they're going to make a vacation out of it. And there's a great chance that a lot of these Cubs fans that are here, they're probably wearing Padres gear when the Cubs are not in town because a lot of people cheer for their hometown team and they cheer for the team they grew up cheering for. So I – like, there's a lot of outrage, and I think it's a lot of fake outrage. I mean, and I, I get that people get equally mad when people like me say, "Hey, the money's money. You know, bring it in. You know, we're making that you're bringing, helping the economy in San Diego, and making. You know, the more money you spend here, the better product we get on the field. So I, I don't know. I get all the arguments. It just doesn't bother me. Yeah, I,
3: I sell barbecue. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got a Cub hat on. <laughs> Do you the like barbecue? <laughs> um, it no, doesn't bo- What
4: does bother me is when they start disrespecting the players and the San Diego fans. Like, this is our ballpark. You don't and get y- much of that, though, and now. And there is a little bit of that. And when that happens, that's when there could be some uh, beer some words exchanged. So cool. I'll I'm give, like
1: and not speaking for all Cubs fans, I know a couple personally, I think the younger generation, they're, they're happy-go-lucky. They're nicer than a lot of other teams' fans. Right. That they do hate
4: here. the 84. Like, I think once they get the World Series monkey off their back, um, I think that that will – subside like that 84 hate right. you know will subside <laughs> some but it's still very strong mm-hmm. with those guys yeah, i don't blame for them, for any, them for any of them for any of watching yeah Blueprint. also God. needed was to hear like the word 84 <laughs> <Bloopers got laughs> <to> nlcs <laughs> pitching ground out
1: That's uh great. ready and on cue uh speaking of your take from earlier brady we got this tweet here in from uh, goes to Boos Bayer after we watch the champagne celebration. Uh, in regard to you getting all these guys on board, I would pay to not see those morons on the pod. <laughs> There's morons is a strong word. I'd like Fire to. Brady, please.
4: Right. Although <laughs> First of all, it's disrespectful <laughs> to call Tebow a moron. I don't appreciate that at all. And I think that um, as a fan, Brady is an idiot is a wonderful hashtag. Yeah,
1: hashtag (laughs) as a fan, Brady is an idiot. But as a media personality, evidently you're you're pretty good because he only said as a fan. He didn't say, (laughs) you know, in general.
4: Hashtag Brady is an idiot. He did (laughs) say fire Brady. You can't fire me as a fan. So he's saying... Fire me as a media guy. I don't even think I am that. And then fire me as a fan, essentially. So thanks, <laughs> thanks, bro. Cool. Now that's
1: something Randy can get on board with. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, fire Brady I I get know what I life.
3: <laughs> I hurt hardly week to like that tweet. Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> get your Pokemon phone ready <laughs> yeah, to go. Right, get it man. liking now during the break. Uh,
0: uh, uh, the Force
1: is strong at Petco Park, backed by popular demand. Star Wars Day on Thursday, September 8th, when the Padres take on the Rockies. Purchase a special theme game ticket package to receive a Jedi Andy Green bobblehead. Ooh. Ooh. Tickets available exclusively at padres.com/theme games. We'll take a look at today's lineup when
0: we come back. This is Padres
1: Social Hour.
0: We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store.
1: Yep, that's us. Less than one hour away from first pitch, Padres and Cubs in their series finale. Time now for today's lineup. Let's take a look at that. Presented by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. Travis Jankowski leads off in center field. Will Myers in right field today, batting second. Young Hervis Alarte at third, bats third with Alex Dickerson in left field hitting cleanup. Ryan Schimpf plays second base and protects Dickerson with Brett Wallace at first today. Derek Norris getting the catching. Luis Sardinas at shortstop. Paul Clemens doing the pitching. The couch... On fire in our Supercuts Head-to-Head Challenge. Another win yesterday. <laughs> until now. Until yeah, today. Until now, uh, three right. in a row for the couch. That's their longest streak in a month since you guys won four in a row, wow. ending on July 24th. I'm pretty sure
4: I was a part of that one. Uh, uh, doubt I, it. A
1: part of that, that last four? Yeah. You were not. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Uh, you do get a chance to make it four in a row today, though, Brady. Right. Despite your struggling record, you're 6-11 this year against the Yeah, three. thanks for that up every time. <laughs> six Brutal. Six but you get the first Sally. pick, so who you got?
4: Uh let's see, I'm gonna go with Jankowski today.
1: All right, looking to atone for some of those base running mistakes. (sighs) Blooper's exasperated breath makes me think he was gonna take him. So blooper, what's your plan B?
4: Brent Wallace. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> Mark <laughs> it down That, that, that laugh eating, right there eating got eating Brett Wallace two more runs today. Uh, no. <laughs> Guaranteed it.
1: the jinx. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail. The cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find a Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. Don't you think we forgot about Bloopers' big date coming up? We're going to oh, talk yeah. a little bit more All about right. that when we come back to wrap
0: up Padres Social
1: Hour. Hold the door guys
0: in comfy chairs talking about baseball. We call it Padre Social Hour. And we'll be back with more from the AMR studio at Petco Park. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padre Social Hour.
1: Welcome back to Padre Social Hour tomorrow. It's an off day, but not for us. Bill Center and Randy Jones. Back at noon. Uh, or, or maybe tomorrow. it's
4: going to be Randy and oh. tomorrow. Well,
1: well, then make the right information what? on my sheet here, at Blooper. Yeah. This has been a bad it's blame Blooper not day. Uh, not on my calendar. Yeah. It says Randy Jones that's on my, my sheet phone. here. So you're, you're free then. Annie Halpern will be here that's that's my my like phone huh? tomorrow. Uh, yesterday, yeah. Blooper thought we were getting out of this show without mentioning this. Yesterday, no chance. We spent about 90% of the show talking about this big first date Blooper has coming up. To the point, everyone loved it so much that we were trending in San Diego on Twitter behind only the Little League World Series, which, by the way, tough loss for Parkview. Yeah, that run, was guys. rough. But
3: trendy. Blooper
1: the Bachelor was taking over Twitter. So now you guys, you both have lovely wives. I've met Marie. She's awesome. Great catches for both of you. Any advice for Blooper as he goes on this big first date with this mystery lady coming up? Hold the door. Don't blow it. <laughs>
3: Hold the door. Hold the door. We got, like, so
4: far in today's show without talking about it. I was so stoked. Seth, you didn't think about shaving, maybe?
3: Just be yourself, Seth. How come you won't show me a picture of her? That's the worst thing he can do. How come you didn't show me a picture of her?
0: Because I don't don't know. I don't trust
4: you. What do you mean you don't trust me? I'm the most trustable person here. Is trustable a word? I don't even trust know. Trust worthy you you're the yeah. Trustable. trustable. I'm proud of you. <laughs> you're the farthest <laughs> from the trustable. most trustable don't person. Hashtag anybody. Brady as a fan is an idiot. Uh, he, he
1: has yet disclosed if it's actually tonight after the day game or tomorrow after the off-day show. I'm
4: pretty sure it's tonight, and I think that it would be cool for fans to follow him out of the parking lot to the date.
1: With a GoPro.
4: Yes, with a no. GoPro.
1: Yeah, I mean, we can periscope it or something, but we'll get a full debrief whenever the date we happens will, the next day not. on the show. So hey, we'll seriously. In. Do you,
4: are you taking her to dinner or drinks? What are you going to do?
1: Hanging out? I'm not, I'm not
3: saying. Hanging not out? No all right, whatever you do, you don't let her pay for anything. I'm gonna, you hold all the doors, Why can't she car pay doors? for things? Bro. I'm gonna make sure kidding. I, I want to make sure I call him right in the middle of the date.
4: Yeah, and, and if and she is watching the show, I think it's fair that you prepare for the possibility that she doesn't show up. I hope she does not watch the show.
1: Hey, Junior Banuelos on Twitter just put out a poll. Do you want to see A-Rod, Josh Hamilton, and Tebow on the Padres next year? The choice is yes, no, Brady is crazy, or Brady eat a Snickers.
4: Brady eat his Snickers, nice.
1: <laughs> Little yeah. Thanks yeah. for watching, guys. Randy Jones will not be here tomorrow, but Bill and Andy will with me. Join us at noon. Good thanks show, to Andy Randy. and AJ Casavell. Good. good luck on the date, Blooper, and thanks hey. for watching Social Hour. See ya.